0: Hello and welcome to How Curious from KGOU, exploring legends, tool tales, oddities, and conundrums from around... I've
1: got around... my nightgown on, I've got Excuse pretty me? red panties on, and I'm ready to go to bed. Excuse
0: me? Hello?
1: I've got my nightgown on. What? I've got my pretty red panties on, and I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, I've got my nightgown on. I've this got is my really annoying, and, and I'm just going to have to shut it I'm down. Ready to go to bed.
0: Oh, good heavens, this is How Curious, and I'm Rachel Hopkin. And listeners, I really do apologize for that rude intrusion. But it is illustrative of an audio phenomenon that for years baffled and infuriated users of Citizen Band Radio's Channel 19, which is also known as the Truckers Channel. And those poor truckers couldn't shut it down like I just did. It was How Curious listener Alex Lanfear who brought this to KGOU's attention.
1: About maybe 15 years ago, I had a CB radio in my truck, and I always heard this strange message that would play every minute, on the minute, this really strong, full blanking signal that would drown out everybody else who was talking on it, and it would read, I got my little pink panties on, my nightgown, and I'm ready for bed. And that message went on for years. I was always really just fascinated by this because it was just so odd and bizarre. But people from all over the country online would say they could hear this. It
0: kind of sounds funny, but also kind of annoying. Was that quite annoying
1: to hear it all the time? To some people, it was very annoying. I thought it was pretty funny, to be honest, but I don't have to listen to that stuff all day. The CB radio is kind of like the wild, wild west in terms of what regular radio communications are. I mean, you could hear anything from legitimate communications to just rantings that are out there.
0: And do you know anything about the guy that put this recording out?
1: Uh, Very little. I just Googled it out of curiosity and I found out his name was Claus Kramer and uh, that he went by the handle Bam Bam.
0: Is there anything specific you would want to know more about?
1: I would really like to hear an actual recording of it. I'd like to know some more about the characters behind the story.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Thank you so much for for taking the story up.
0: Thank you for suggesting it, it's wonderful. So I'm fessing up straight away that despite extensive inquiries, I've failed to locate an original recording, though this episode contains plenty of imitations. However, I have tracked down information about Kramer. An obituary notice shows he died in 2018. I definitely wanted to find out more about the man and the impact of his recording. But first, I wanted to see if I could find anyone on Channel 19 who remembered Bam Bam. KGOU listener Kyle Four kindly allowed me to use the CB in his truck. Hey, do you all remember Bam Bam? I've got my nightgown on, I've got my little red panties on, and I'm ready to go to bed. Hey, do you remember Bam Bam? I've got my nightgown on, I've got my pretty red panties on, and I'm ready to go to bed. Can anybody hear me? A woman's voice? I got zero response and felt like a complete numpty. So instead I asked Kyle if the message rang any bells for him. He said he'd heard about it through a friend. We called the friend up, his name is Ryan Barrett. I've
2: got you on speaker there.
0: If I say to you I've got my nightgown on, I've got my little red panties on and I'm ready to go to bed, what does that say to you? I got
1: my nightgown on, I got my pretty red panties on and I'm ready to go to bed.
0: Yep.
2: I thought that might be like a sex trafficking kind of thing, but I heard that thing for years. That's one of the reasons I got rid of my CV radio. I was like, I can't even turn this stupid CV on without hearing that stupid thing.
0: Cobb, what do you remember about it? I've just heard it from Ryan. He'll do
3: the voice because it was kind of like drawn out, you know. I got my mark gown on. And <laughs>
2: so it's good fun. If you
3: ever get up to Oklahoma City, you hear about a guy that thinks he's pretty on Channel 19 in your My name's Dale Watson. I'm a a musician, songwriter, uh, out of
0: Texas. (laughs) Dale tours extensively, and when I caught up with him by phone, he was in Minnesota. I asked how he came to write Tracking Queen, which is based on Kramer's message.
3: I found inspiration to write a song about it, going through... uh, Oklahoma City and hearing that broadcast on the the CB radio he had it on a loop and uh, truckers were very annoyed by it and they'd get their dander up big time.
0: (laughs) I love that expression, get their dander up.
3: (laughs) Right. right. And also there was an episode on the TV show Cops where they had this trucker that was a transvestite and he just looked like a bearded trucker. So so I kind of imagined that's what this guy looked like. I'm doing this. <laughs> you know, I tell my audience whenever I do the song, it's kind of like a, a Loch Ness monster or a Bigfoot, you know, something you hear about but never see. So I, <laughs> I just made the story go along with the song. Trucking Queen, from OKC. He was a negligee with a red He's always heard, but he's seen. That And Fucking Queen.
0: After chatting with Dale, I really wanted to speak to someone who'd known Klaus Kramer personally, or Mike Kramer, as he was sometimes called. In my efforts to find someone, I contacted every two-way radio organization in Oklahoma that I could find.
2: I got my nightgown on, I got my pretty red panties on, and I'm ready to go to bed, I believe was the phrase.
0: That inquiry eventually led me to none other than KGOU's chief engineer, Patrick Roberts.
2: Mike Kramer was a friend of mine who owned Mike's cycle shop. Mike was an interesting character. Mike was a uh, bouncer in a Mexican club. He was a biker, liked to tease type of guy. Obviously the whole Bam Bam deal, rules a lot of times didn't apply to Mike if you know where I'm coming from.
0: So what would he have done? Would he just be sitting at a microphone saying the same thing over and over again? And was it a recording that he just let loose?
2: It's a combination. It's uh, mainly the recording. Keep in mind, the guy was pretty good with electronics, and with Mike, the more he got a reaction out of something, the more he wanted to do it, hence we'll build 1500 watts of power out of the house, because 500 wouldn't do the job.
0: Uh, the legal limit for powering a CB Wait, is just hi. 4 watts.
4: We have to have all types of like background noise cancelled. so. Can we let the dogs
0: in? I'm arriving at the busy family home of Martha Kramer. She is Mike Kramer's daughter, and Patrick had introduced me to her.
4: Hello, nice dogs. They're very nice. Hello, sweetheart. Martha told
0: me more about the lengths her father went to to ensure that his message could be shared loud, far, and wide. They included renting the roof of a physician's office on Chartel Avenue in Oklahoma City to put up transmitter towers, He also had some at his cycle shop and at his home in
4: Bridge Creek. He had a 500-foot tower that was out there and he offered me $500 if I would climbed to the top and put a pair of red panties on the top of it. I got about a fourth away up of it and I got so scared I came down. But he, at the age of 70, climbed up and he tied a pair of red panties on the top of the tower. And they were there the day that I sold his house.
0: This seems like a really, really elaborate hoax it seems very technologically advanced and kind of expensive as well was it from what i understand it was very expensive so this idea of going on to channel 19 he's not using it for any kind of reason for his own communication he's going on there to mess with other people exactly
4: <laughs> exactly and that was his whole purpose a lot of times he would hear them and they would talk where are you at we're gonna come find you you know and he'd be like yeah f you you know like he would mess with them so much so it's like a, a radio slanging match and he's yes, basically saying, yes. I've got more power than you, exactly, you can't get me. Exactly, more power, I have more power. It, it was crazy, but it gave him so much joy. This <laughs> <He> sounds <like laughs> completely nuts. He
0: was nuts. My dad was nutty. And do you know where he came up with this particular message oh that gosh. he kept putting out?
4: Yes, in a way I do. And back when I was younger, he would have me get on there and pretend like I was a lot lizard. A lot lizard is a prostitute that stands outside of truck stops. And he would say, Bear, get on there and act like you're a lot lizard. And so I would. Oh, I would just say, hey, I'm here at the love stop on I-35. Yes. (laughs) I got my nightgown on and I have pretty red panties on and I'm ready to get in your truck. I would just say stuff like that. Then they would say, well, who's your handler? And he would say, Bam, bam. And it was hilarious. I mean, I used to have a blast with it.
0: So it came from you. Uh,
4: originally, yes, it probably did.
0: Hang on a How old were you when you were doing this?
4: I was probably about 14 or 15. I'm not going to lie. Oh my God. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. <laughs> Encouraging your teenage daughter to imitate a prostitute may not be standard parenting practice. However, Martha, who is mother of four and who has worked as a nurse for over 20 years, insists that the experience brought her no adverse effects, only treasured memories. Elsewhere, the strength of Kramer's various technological concoctions was exceeding the legal limit of four watts many times over. And in 2001, the
4: Federal Communication Commission cracked down on him, as Martha recalls. He came to my house and he was laughing about it. And he said, well, the FCC finally got me Bear." They got my stuff, but it's okay because I'm going to make some more. Then a few months later, he come and said, Well, they got me again. This time they'd find him $10,000. And I'm like, Are you going to pay him? He said, Hell no, I'm not going to pay him. A uh, couple months after that, he came and said, I got to pay him or else I'm going to go to jail. So I had to pay him. And I was like, Well, that's probably what you should do, Dad. <laughs> But did he stop after that?
0: No. He didn't? No, he didn't. In fact, Martha told me, he continued right up until his death, albeit using less power.
4: It was his entertainment, and he loved it. He didn't have a lot of family. He came here when he was 13 from Germany. His mother had passed away, so he really just had me and my children. He was a lonely guy, and that's what he did for fun.
0: He certainly sounds like one of a kind. I couldn't leave Martha without hearing her rendition of her father's infamous message.
4: He'd say, I got my nightgown on, I got my pretty red panties on, and I'm ready to go to bed. And that's exactly how he would say it.
0: For my money, that version can't be beat. But if you happen to have a copy of the original, please get in touch with us. We'd all love to hear it. That's it for this episode of How Curious. The show is a production of KGOU Public Radio. It's produced by me, Rachel Hopkin, and edited by Logan Layden. David Gray composed our theme music, and I'd like to say special thanks to Mark Klein and Pixabay sound effects. Don't forget, if you have an Oklahoma-related question, do email us at curious at kdou.org. Thank you for listening.
1: race might be a hot topic right now but for so many of us talking about race is nothing new on the code switch podcast from npr we go beyond the headlines and we go deep listen now